Welcome back, y'all, to another episode of Hip Hop Babies. Yes, sir. It's just a topic episode. We are back again. Yes, sir. Boom. No subject matter in particular this week. We just talking about some regular bullshit. We chatting. We just chatting, bro. We just chatting. AC, AC back. What's good, AC? How you been? Man, living. You know what I'm saying? Uh oh man, I ain't got no background. I'm backgroundless, backgroundless AC. But you know what? It's all good. I'm here. I got the Dewey on. I ain't gonna reveal what's under. Ooh, you know, I ain't gonna show y'all what's underneath. But just know I'm I'm feeling good. You know what I'm saying? Feeling yeah, good. AC, Glad to be back. AC been he been traveling the world, man. It's good to have him at his house for once. You know, it's a rare occasion when we get this. I mean, I'll be out there in the Bronx, yo. The X. You know, I'll be mm-hmm. out there in the Hawaii. And where else was I? That I was, I was in outer space one time, wasn't I? I was in outer space, I think. Yeah, man, you well, you a well traveled man, but you know, yeah. I was glad that you could come back and share your knowledge with us every once. You got to be grounded. You know what I'm saying? You got to you got to be grounded. You know what I'm saying? So stay focused. Glad, great. I'm glad to be back. Mm-hmm. Rayla, how have you been staying focused? Uh, since we last seen you, man. Uh, I mean, I just been chilling. Same old, same old. Working, staying focused on the grind, trying to stay positive with everything going on. We got monkeypox, so make sure y'all niggas wear y'all masks again. Don't be dirty out here not washing your hands, all that shit. You know, I've been out now, and I've been noticing. I'm like, why y'all wondering why we got these motherfucking diseases going around again? Motherfuckers is dirty. So do what you can. Stay safe. Besides that, everything's been all right, you know. So, what about you? What about you, Deadly? Man, uh, you talking about monkeypox, man. We, we ain't got no vaccines out here in Seattle. So, dudes going up to Canada to go get vaccines and shit. It's, it's real it wild. is what it is. Yeah, it's, it's, it's... American but healthcare, baby. Stay safe, you know. Do what you can, just like with anything. I had to do, I had to say what I had to say because at this point, it's like, damn, bro, another one? And then. <laughs> But besides that, you know, as far as that little thing, because I'm out in Cali and it's spreading out here a little bit, I'm doing good, you know, trying to stay focused. What about you, Deadly? Let's get what you've been up to. What you've been doing? Man, what's going on? Uh, I'm going out back to Cali in uh, a couple weeks or so, something like that. We're going to go see Kendrick. I'm going to go see the AC. Yeah. That's coming up. Um... Other than that, man, just been in my house doing a little bit of school stuff here and there. Um, getting getting right in multiverse, you know. If y'all if y'all need a yes sir, if y'all need an opponent in multiverse, my fin yes. is, is God tier. Just know I'm already you know, ready. AC will be ready soon when he you know gets his. We gonna up, coach you know? him up. We gonna yeah. coach him up. But if y'all want to get you know some games in, just hit us up. Uh, Ray Love, what time is it? It's time to. Get into these topics. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We ready. Bow. Let's go. Bow. What's the first one, Deadly? Let us know. All right. So recently, uh, some of you may know Conway uh, on IG Live had mm-hmm. came out and called out all the New York DJs, uh, Funk Flex in particular, uh, responded to it. Uh, he basically said that 
a lot of these guys aren't putting on cats that deserve to be in the spotlight and are only putting on cats that, you know, they get paid to promote um, and not really tapped into the game anymore. They're shells of themselves. They don't serve the same purpose. And essentially, we don't need them. Uh, I wanted to ask y'all real quick um, what you think about this situation. And then I wanted to ask y'all when's the last time that you found a song because of a DJ? Like, when's the last time you went on the radio and actually found a song? It don't happen. What, uh, well, what happens when, like, Funk Flex does have a great platform, like, especially him being on YouTube. So that, I think that's the big difference. Instead of, like, actually, you know, focusing on the radio aspect of it, just his visual aspect on YouTube and how he brings cats on YouTube. I found a couple, of, like, you know, dope artists through his, like, freestyles on, Funk, you know, Funk Flex freestyle. So that's dope. Um, so I kind of do understand where Conway is coming from, like in terms of like going on the radio, actually listening to a song on the radio. Yeah, no, that's obsolete. Right. Like folks don't listen to the radio no more. You know what I'm saying? But he got a big platform on YouTube. That's important. Like I get where Conway is coming. Don't push like these cats that ain't going nowhere. That's going to be gone in two weeks. Right. Push these cats that's out here doing something right for the culture and moving it forward. So I really get where he's coming from. Yeah. Especially, you know, um, Conway's from the East Coast, and you see the East Coast doing this drill sound. We see the East mm-hmm. Coast always having a sound that's popping, but does it last? And then you have someone like Westside Gun, Conway, all of them, that are doing mm-hmm. this renaissance, just like Joey Badass, you know, the Beast Coast movement. You have these movements of the East Coast always trying to do this resurgence towards this old sound, or what they think is New York sound. And... The radio never supports it, or it's like they they have supported and people like Funk Flex or um, who else is it? Um, you know, a bunch of these radio cats. I feel like they need to um, keep up to date because I know labels, I know um, radio placement is a big deal, but it's becoming less of a big deal, and it is because people like Conway, people like these people are finding ways to connect with people over the internet. The internet made it open to everybody, you know. Yeah, yeah and, it is a, it's mm-hmm. an equalizer, right? Mm-hmm. And the radio, I feel like the radio has been disconnected even growing up. Like, I like radio music, especially when growing up at a certain point, especially when I got into the internet, you know. Music has found a way to, because I feel like, you know, labels have a big control over what is popular. Just like with anything, especially hip-hop culture. It started as an underground culture. It started as black culture. Just our thing. And it's found a way to still be that way on the internet and in the underground in a certain ways. Now, I'm not saying mainstream music isn't, you know, but I'm just saying the internet has made it to where anybody could do whatever they want and you either like it or you don't. Now, people do, what's it called? Gimmicks to appeal to people. But at the end of the day, if you're going to last, like like we're saying, you got to find a way to really appeal to people. I feel like. The radio needs to push those people like Conway, like Westside, you know, that we really like, that we're like, yo, these are up there, you know, these artists. Yeah, no, because it's uh, it's definitely a just a space where everybody can talk equally, right? Everybody's on equal grounds. We're not looking at people based on uh, their status in like an industry or something like that, right? So uh, we get more and more detached from that because nobody, well, not nobody, but there's a lot of people that aren't actually ever associating with the industry and they get on the internet and they see these artists and it's a direct connection to the artist. Like there's no middleman um, as far as like perception goes nowadays. 
So it's really hard for um, these people to hold in these positions of power and just using them for nothing, using them to push uh, people who just want to pay them. Like it's just a product they're commodifying. It's a real ridiculous thing at this point. Um, you're basically a sellout at this point if you're still doing shit like that. Um, there's no room for it in hip hop anymore. I think hip hop is moving since the pandemic, moving in the correct direction of away from um, corporate America. Like we can leave that all on the desk. Like get everybody out of contracts. Everybody go independent. Like we really are pushing towards that um, together as a community. So it's really dope. And I think that Conway speaking out on it, on people doing certain things like that mm-hmm. is important. And uh, yeah, Payola, um, Kanye, um, other artists, of course, but other artists have spoken. Like it's almost like you turn on the radio and you hear the same songs. You hear the same stuff. It's almost like they're paying them to play the songs over and over or something. It's always been a conspiracy. Like, What's going on? Why do you, the radio repeat the same song all the time? Could be Payola, it could be whatever, you know? But the radio definitely needs to upgrade because it's getting left behind. Yeah. Artists like Lil Uzi Vert, artists like X, XX, you know, all of them, they didn't start on the radio. Um, they no. started with SoundCloud, they started with promoting their own product somehow. And then they yeah. somehow connected and found a way to move over to the radio, you know, whether it was uh, label support or something. Radio yeah. needs to catch up because they should be catching these artists before it takes that. Like, they should be playing these songs, you know, the songs that we know is are good songs, but they're not getting the support they should, you know? I, I was just thinking, I, don't, I really don't think the radio is ever going to catch up to, like, streaming platforms in terms of, like, listening, like, listeners, right? Um, because just the they have an association right everyone for well for me at least i can speak about you know speak to it from my my own experience i already get the whole idea of the radio they're going to play the most popular songs they're going to play those songs top songs over and over again right so they got 10 popping songs they're gonna play those 10 songs over and over and mix it with like a little bit of talking and whatever right so it's like I feel like there's a lot of people who understand that and that's they know mm-hmm. that's what the radio does. So they're not going to get those listeners back. Yeah. I don't know if they mm-hmm. can do anything to gain, regain those listeners ears. I don't, I don't. You don't think, think that they really... radio can rebrand with like some new. It's the radio. I don't think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Because then you, you got like the whole idea of like commercial breaks and, you know, there's whole different aspects of it. That's getting into the weeds a little bit. But I mean, it's still that whole idea of that you got commercial breaks. Plus, they're going to play just radio hits like they just yeah. gonna play like the top stuff. Like, I'm not going to learn anything new or get mm-hmm. anything different. Like, I'm mm-hmm. going to hear the same thing. I'm here Drake. You know what I'm saying? I'm here Drake. I'm here Lil Uzi. I'm here whoever's popping like baby, yeah. little baby yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Debbie yeah, I guess yeah, all I guess and, I guess you you are right though because if you think about it like the serious XM type radio that was a thing mm-hmm. for a little bit when like cars started getting more satellite advanced, right? satellite they started radio doing, they started doing satellite radio and that never really caught on and then nope. now at this point I feel like everybody's entry to music and this generation is YouTube yep. um, or like your parents have like a family plan for like spotify yeah. or apple or you yeah. soundcloud or something it's so accessible nowadays that you really don't need anybody to put you on the music because there's computers that do it for you there's algorithms yeah essentially what i wanted to talk about here is like stuff like 
these DJs, like they, they have this power to do all this stuff and you can, you're like the last human form of like putting music in people's minds, but we have Spotify and Apple doing your job better. Give up your positions, give it to somebody who's tapped in and who actually wants to spread like good music to people and like somebody who cares about it. We're to be honest though, like you, do you think like Funk Flex, we just, I've just been using him as an example. There's other DJs too, right? But do you mm-hmm. really think Funk Flex has the ability to say, nah, we ain't playing them on the radio. We playing this. I don't think so. I, I feel you. Like it's, it's definitely like you got to appeal to people, especially because like you think about it, you go to public places, they're not just playing. Um, a lot of times they're not just playing like, um, like they play rock music, but it's usually like the more popular or something. Because not, it appeals you, to the demographic or appeals to the more people. So you don't right. want to play something that really turns people off or that's really aggressive sometimes. Because like picture of Funk Flex was really promoting the drill scene, then people would be complaining that he's promoting violence or he's promoting certain things. Now he does probably play some of those songs, but it's like one thing where it's like you got you got to realize like people people like what they like and as far as like appealing to people that's why the radio is what it is and like ac right. saying it's hard to change that because the radio wouldn't be the radio otherwise you know exactly i don't exactly. know how it's gonna yeah yeah there's just like there's just an audience that that the radio has that's not going to change right that audience is simply people who just want to hear something in their ear they don't care about lyrics i'm not maybe they do but you know what i'm saying they don't they don't care about listening to something new they don't really care about you know the new that they want to listen to has to be like something that's poppy right nothing you know there's something that's trendy right what's not put looking, in front of them right they're, they're not, looking not for their no new music they're exactly not looking what's for different you know exactly they're not out there searching for something new so these people are probably so content with just like oh i wonder what funk flex is gonna play today oh this is something i haven't heard but i like it right and that song that they probably haven't heard that they like is probably a trendy song that's up and coming but going back to ray's point a little bit just just like like let's say you go into a club or whatnot they're not going to be in there playing griselda they're just not not. it's it's not gonna happen popping then Mm -hmm. Well, I, to us, it wouldn't. I would love they in there playing some West Side Gun. I'm, I, I would. That'd be fire to me. But to the, I'd be going crazy. That'd be super dope. But you would have so many people just standing around, like, what is this? Like, I don't know what this is. But most people, they don't vibe to that. No. Or they don't. They don't. They don't care to learn. Like it's like, it's like you could put even then you could put something in people's face, but it's like it's easier to put something that's more accessible. That's not an acquired taste, you know, like mm-hmm. you could, you know, because I feel like people got to take their time to listen to Griselda. They got to take their time uh-huh. to listen to the, well, the people you're talking about is like corporate America. Like they don't want to listen to this shit. OK, I get that. Yeah, there's certain people that like if they listen to it, like they would melt down. They would literally melt down if they heard somebody talking about slang breaks in the hood or some shit like they would melt down. I get it. But um, not like it's man, not even just corporate America. Like it's just like it's, it's kids. Every, but everybody, yeah, it's everybody. They're not listening to, yeah, it's not, you know, it's just like people who don't want to listen to com- like to complex music. That's really yeah. what it is. They want something that's like a beat Casual. that's catchy. They got, no, but they, they, they have, they have music, even though you think that like these are really abstract artists. Like, I could show you like a Conway song that like most people would enjoy. Like, yes, there's, there's music, there's music amongst these artists that you can introduce people to 
and then they can go and search further if they wanted to into their discographies and find these like really like off the wall West Side Gun projects. But I'm saying that they all they all have music like Pray for Paris has three or four songs I can name. Yeah, that that you would listen to it as like a yeah. non-rap fan, you'd be like, this is a good song. So that's yeah, but- what I'm saying. It's like him not yeah. even putting a single song like on the radio, like helping these dudes out. And these these kids are from Buffalo, right next door to him. Like, yeah, that's what's put crazy. Put them on the radio, man. Put yeah, those that, dudes on the radio. It's you gotta stop playing. Yeah, no, that's what's crazy. Like you make a, it's it's a fair point. Like yes, I I understand. Like it's not like every single song needs to be broken down and like discussed. Like there's easy songs to listen to that they put out that they've made, right? But that takes the listener time to go and research that you put on a drake song they don't have to go research that what is he talking about he's talking about an island thing and that he that's it's simply that's simple with a with a nice beat behind it it's simple right you don't have to think about it you know what i'm saying or do any research but um just going back to the whole numbers <laughs> the numbers thing it's it's so simple like you you said it perfectly they get paid off of ads like the commercials that they bring. So how can they get the consumer to raise the number so they can hear more commercials by putting in pop music that everyone wants to hear? Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? Because, all right, look look at it like this. I get it. Because if you look at YouTube, if you look at YouTube and how the apocalypse works with YouTube, right? They didn't, all the big companies that are on radio right now would withdraw from radio if you started playing real black music. So So here's the thing. This 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 is the last thing I'm gonna say about it. So just imagine this. Imagine we're in a car. We have no like Bluetooth or nothing to connect our phones, right? If mm. an average listener is listening to a, a radio station that has Griselda, has Death Grips, whoever on there, right? They are not going to stay and listen to that station, right? Let's say yeah. let's flip the yeah. script. Let's flip the script and say you know what? Death Grips, of course right. you gotta go. Hey, look, I'm just realm. saying, but okay, yeah, yeah, bro. Let's just say now we're in the car, right? And we hear a radio station with Drake, Lil Baby. We still gonna listen to it because we're just like, all right, whatever. It is See, what it is. Yeah, they can they can grab more listeners by keeping that you know you know segment instead of adding the new segment because yep. those new people that are listening. They're not going to stay and listen, even though we're OGs and we'll listen to whatever. We prefer to listen to Griselda, but we'll still listen to LeBay because it's there yeah. and it's still hip hop mm-hmm. versus them, yeah. them. They'll go look for something else. You get the best of both worlds that way. Exactly. Just exactly. To the niche or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's just. Yeah, that's just no, that's fair. Is. I guess one of the drawbacks of us having now no uh, DJs now, everybody's got their own like little internet way of finding artists and stuff is we got a lot of stands stand culture is like really impactful on hip-hop nowadays um, we saw recently that um, kanye uh, was recently going to perform at a set with it was rolling loud uh did not come and kid cuddy had to perform instead and uh what happened after was kind of just terrible um kid cuddy had I think a water bottle thrown at him uh, on his head. They hit him in the head. He stops in the set. And he says, you guys throw one more fucking thing. And uh, they threw another water bottle. He just walked off the stage. So I kind of want to talk about this because um, I just think it's like, a, where's the accountability for the crowd and what they do to the artists? 
Uh, we saw a big uproar last year um, about performer accountability on the stage, what their duty is and what they should be doing. And I think that a discussion needs to be had about crowd accountability and what we should all be doing, um, not just to our neighbors, but to the performer on stage. They all deserve respect yeah. equally. Uh, yeah. yeah, I just want to. What What do you guys think about this situation? What's your first thoughts? I think so. it was, I think it was interesting the fact that Kid Cudi even agreed to um, be an open, not uh, to be a headliner after um, Kanye said he wasn't going to. So last minute because you know y'all have beef, you know that people will buy tickets because Kanye's supposed to be there, right? So they're mad that Kanye's not there and you're there to replace him and y'all have beef. I don't know what he was thinking, but that doesn't justify what happened because at the end of the day, like if we're going to hold the artists accountable, like people are trying to hold Travis Scott or other artists accountable, like y'all need to lead, y'all need to be making sure the fans are okay. People need to make sure the artists are okay too. The security guards need to be, um, ready to deal with stuff like that more or something because there's no way the fans should be comfortable enough to throw stuff at an artist, especially hit them in their head to the point where the yeah. artist has to make a statement to defend himself when that's the point. Like, that's the that's what the um, place is supposed to do. That's what the security is supposed to do. Yeah, you know? and so. if, you, if you can't see those people, if you don't have access to those people because they're too deep in the crowd, maybe you shouldn't be making crowds that big. Maybe you should section them off better or something so that you can control your crowd. You shouldn't leave it to be a sea of people so that people can just act out and do what they want. Like, it's, it's uh, like, have we learned nothing? Have we learned nothing? There needs to be accountability on both sides, both ways. It's just kind of, it's kind of ridiculous at this point. And I think that what you were talking about with them having online beef, um, the way the standing culture works, you're going to adopt your your idol's whole personality. Everything that they go through, you feel like you're going through. And their ops are your ops now. So, Kid Cudi, I'm throwing water bottles at you because Kanye, he doesn't like you. You guys aren't friends anymore. Like, that's some weird-ass shit, bro. Honestly, in terms of, like, the venue, uh, well, quite frankly, they don't care. I mean, we're <laughs> kind of cute we don't butt. care. We, we don't care. You know what I'm saying? Cudi, no, come on, man. Bro, they do not care. They'll cut him a check. He'll, he'll still get paid for what he did. And the fans already paid. So what are they going to do? They're not going to get no refund. I'm sure in the contract, there's fine print. When they sign or when they agree to pay, there's fine print saying if the, if the artist doesn't show up or leaves early, you will not get a refund. They do not care. And in terms of holding them accountable, I don't feel like uh, I feel like that's too hard to govern. Like I just think it's just way too hard to govern. Even if you did little sectionals, I don't, I don't think that one they're not gonna have enough security personnel to sit there and babysit because that's what it is it's babysitting which is sad you know you got these 18 and up you know your old people and they still out there babysitting them you know what i'm saying i don't know maybe maybe artists should have like a more they won't do this either because that that's gonna mess up with their bag and they'll be touring forever if they did a little more intimate shows instead of doing like big grander shows but that's not gonna happen but uh you, know. you gotta really know when people are coming up 
to catch them at this point it feels like as a hip-hop fan right you gotta find people as they're coming up get them while they are still not selling tickets at absurd rates because yeah. you know the moment somebody gets a ounce of clout they start charging out the ass for you know these out of these venues that are like really poorly managed like it's not that great at all i've gone to um much smaller venues that are much more well managed and ran and kept um where i've seen smaller artists and the shows have been way better than some of these big giant music festivals that literally just commodify artists at huge just huge things and they throw them on a screen it's, it's an excuse fine. yeah it's an excuse to go get on drugs i'm not everybody but you know you know they do a whole bunch of stuff like they're not even that's what i'm saying they're not even coherent at these concerts so it's like are they really even there for the craft or are they there for the social um you know element element mm-hmm. of the whole thing of like just being around seeing different people and blah, blah blah and there was music in the background you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying so they're never gonna stop which they shouldn't stop doing live shows and big shows but I mean, just know what you to expect when you go to those things. You yeah. think that everyone's going to be there loving you, Cuddy? Like, no, nah, that's not what's going to happen. I think, of course, as an artist, maybe you never expect people to wild out or throw stuff at you and stuff. But you know that's you're beefing great. with the artist who is supposed to headline. You take his spot and you think it's going to be all biscuits and gravy. And then he comes out, he came out with little Dirk and stuff. Right out, like, or not out, but he came out with little Dirk and stuff. It's like... When he wasn't like he declined his headlining spot and then Kanye showed up with Lil Dirk, it's like, and people were cheering and having fun then. But it's like when Kid Cudi came on, people were throwing stuff, being aggressive. Why? Because Kid Cudi's music isn't like that. If you listen to Kid Cudi's music, he's not aggressive. He's not really. No. I mean, he does talk stuff a little bit on songs, but he's not being hostile, talking about gang shit or nothing like that. So it doesn't even make sense. Obviously, I think these artists need to be aware, like. Don't pull up. I mean, maybe he wanted to check. Maybe it was something else. It was like, why would you pull up? And you know you beefing with Ye. And you know his fan base is his fan base. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. I just kind of find it sad that, like, the only time that we really have artists come together for, like, big stuff is, like, these festivals that are just run by corporations that don't give a fuck about hip-hop in general. And, like, the music and, like, people enjoying it safely. I think that maybe just... They do have security guards that watch for people that jump on stages, right? So they can have people watch in the crowd and see what people do. And, like, they do tell people sometimes, you know, cut cut whatever shit you're doing if, they, if they're acting fucking crazy. Um, so, you know, you can do a little bit of things. And prevent yeah, that's dangerous, though. We, we all just – what's dangerous? Tell for somebody to knock some shit off. Bro, for the security, that's dangerous. You got you got thousands of people out there versus the one security guard or two that you'll have in the section. That's yeah. dangerous, bro. Because yeah. w- what them kids will do will rally with each other to go against this person who's securing them or really? supposed to be secure. Damn. Well, people don't like, have respect. Kick, kick them like all that. out. Kick the whole people section out. Bro, people don't have respect. Like They're going to jump I... over the gate to go to another section. People be tripping, bro. They be doing. They will. Much. They will probably ram that gate they and are run doing to... too much. Yeah. People are. People feel like they are entitled to whatever yeah. they are entitled to. Like the fans were mad they didn't get yay. They were mad that Kid Cudi was there, so they felt entitled enough to 
uh, basically assault him on stage. You know, throw stuff at him. What if they All were right. through something that's more heavy and they hit up in the head? Just because it's a water bottle in this moment. Let's say someone gets more crafty and decides they want to throw something that's going to mess someone up on the stage. You know what I'm saying? We don't, we don't want this to be something so, that keeps happening because it's going to mess it up for everyone else because we can't have these artists or these performers up here putting themselves at risk technically, you know, performing, doing what they do. And then you have the fan base being toxic, assault, throwing stuff, talking stuff, and then the artist can't do anything back. That doesn't, that's not fair. Sometimes someone's not going to want to deal with that. And then when something crazy happens, what are we going to do about it? So hopefully that never happens. But eventually, bro, you can't, you can't be throwing stuff at people. You can't be jumping on stage and thinking people are going to just be like, cool with you because you a fan. Like, come on, bro. Because you never know with people. so Yeah, man. People forget, like, the basics, the core of, like, all this shit, man, is to have fun, right? So you doing that shit and affecting other people's ability to have fun, making them feel unsafe or, like, bothered by your presence is just like, fuck you doing, man? You ain't been outside since 2019? Like, come on, man. Grow up. Mm -hmm. That's basically all I want to say, man. People gotta have more empathy and grow up. You know who else needs to grow up? Charleston White. Grow up. Pepper spraying fools, man. You getting on this you getting on this man's head, Charleston White, man. Let's get into this. Because this man has been all over social media. This man has been trolling. It's funny. It is funny. Y'all know he why it's funny? Why, bro? Because you have this older black man who's um, anti-hip-hop, anti-thug culture, and he's going around, you know, around hip-hop places, doing things. And I wouldn't say inciting, but like, you know, defending himself, you know. And right at the end of the day, he's snitching. He's doing whatever he wants. He's telling, he's even done videos talking about how he used to scam jobs and stuff, basically. Like, he's, he's a no-hustler, and I think it's funny that He's um, he's really getting people mad to the point where he has to mace Soldier Boy to defend himself. You know, Soldier Boy and his crew. You know, yo, he's old. Like, I mean, I mean, I'm not saying like, but he's a he's an older black man. So it's just funny to see him beefing with these hip hop artists or talking stuff about King Von, like you know, Von or um, GDs and stuff. It's like you're an older dude and you're like evolve but like trying to snitch or like trying to be like uh, you know yo that's yeah. where i know him from is that video where he was talking to some was it vlad or something yeah yeah when he was like oh yeah i go in there i work for a week and, and then i complain to hr I, yeah i'm compl- mm-hmm. Get the check. That's why i know it. i was like bro where do i know this fool from okay that's him all right Man, so he just a known, just he's just a schemer. That's what he is. Schemer, yeah. He <laughs> said people do. up. He like schemed. literally, he tells people, I set people up to get a <laughs> check. So Soldier Boy, he setting them up. He got beef with him. See him at a place. You pull up on me with a with you and a bunch of other random people I don't know, looking aggressive. I mace you, and then I can call and see where we can go with it because he has videos of him calling someone's PO officer. Like, yo, this person's pulling up on me. I forgot who it was, but 
How did he get involved with Soldier Boy? That's where I'm confused now. He was beefing with him. I, I he forgot was, what exactly he was, was saying. But, you know, he was saying something about his street cred. Like he ain't, he didn't have street cred, right? And then Soldier Boy wants to confront him because he wants to talk about his comments, and he pulled up with the twelve dudes. So obviously he's gonna feel threatened and he pepper sprayed him. And Soldier Boy described it on his IG live as he was running, spraying pepper spray in the air and running away. Charles White obviously is going to be saying that he stood his ground, sprayed them, and he was talking yeah. shit to their faces, right? Mm-hmm. I thought it was funny, you know. There's just two entertainment dudes in in, in around hip hop. Yeah, because Soldier Boy's his own troll. He did everything yeah, first. Like you know, the he's... fact that the fact that he got maced out of everybody. I mean, I don't feel bad, bro. I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah, it was funny, and I think I hope I hope like um, as far as like you know, nothing more comes from this. Just let it be. Let it be a moment. He followed, he followed Joke at it. Yeah, yeah. I saw that though. So let's see. You know, let's see what happens with that. Maybe he's trolling with that. Maybe he'll actually follow through, and something will happen. You know, you know, he's a known schemer, a known snitch. Um, so he's gonna try to get people in trouble. We'll see what happens, but they'll probably let it go and just move on. AC, you ever, uh, you ever got an entry level job just to set somebody up for one week? Get you a check. I know you bought nah. your bag. Nah, never, never, <laughs> never would I do that, bro. That's why. It's a method. It's a method. Bro, I'm sure there's more people out there on a lesser scale that do that. I'm sure. Or that have tried. I mean, especially in certain states. Like, we'll just use California, for example. Bro, you can sue for almost anything. Literally mm-hmm. anything. So, I know there's been cats out there that's... Man, I slip and fell. A lot of slip and falls. You know, people got to stop looking for the easy way out all the time, bro. Just go out there and work. You know what I'm saying? You, you need money, you got to go put the work in. Whatever that work looks like. If it's a nine to five or it's a, a side hustle you coming up with, a legal one. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got to stress that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> a legal one. Yeah, go get your bag, man. That's what you got to do. Mm-hmm. But... That's all I really got to say about that. I think he's just a funny dude. Like, he's a little character. He runs mm-hmm. around the world like a little It's a joke. Just doing, you just know, doing the shit the that you expect him to do until he crosses the line. Then we're going to be having him on here, and we're going to be interrogating him like Vlad. You know, like, <laughs> where, where were you July 30th, fucking 2022? We got, we got, we got some juice headed to, headed to Congress. You know, they got the rap back bill that got sent to Congress. Uh, oh yeah. Went through, went through, got pushed to Congress uh, just recently. I think a few days ago. Um, I wanted to see where you guys stood on this. I mean, I feel like we all know where we stand on this, but what what uh, do you think that it had to come to this for us um, that we had to say that our artistic expression cannot be used in the court of law against us? I think it's a good thing. I feel like artists should be able to. Um, express themselves and say things without fear of it popping up to bite them. Um, because rap lyrics, at the end of the day, you know, sometimes people um, exaggerate. They're playing a character. Um, rappers have alter egos. Now, obviously, um, we don't want to use this to protect people who are actually committing crimes and harming the community. Rappers should be able to say things without it biting them in the ass. It is what it is because there's other artists who talk about crimes 
There's other artists who are publicly committing committing crimes or supporting stuff that shouldn't be supported, and the police and the government aren't looking at them. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think I think first and foremost, I I don't really I don't support criminal activity, right? Like you shouldn't be doing criminal activity. I mean, you want to talk about it, whatever. You got to do it. You have to do it. Whatever. Not just, but. You should not be able to say that somebody is what is it, what's the word confessing, giving a confession on a track mm-hmm. when we know, like it, within the community, we know that rappers be kept. Rappers yeah. not tell the truth; they lie yeah. most of the time. They lie. It's yeah. well known, so yeah. you cannot come in a third party and look at these lyrics and be like, "Yeah, this guy is clearly saying that he did this," and we know that, like we have suspicion to believe that he might have done this on this date and he's talking about something that's eerily similar to it in this mm-hmm. song. So that means yeah. he did it. Yeah. Like the YSL situation, like they, I haven't seen any claim, like any full, like evidence, anything. They're using lyrics to pick them or to show these people in a certain way, whether they did it or not, you should not be able to use lyrics to hold someone in court for months. You shouldn't be able to use lyrics without any hard evidence to paint a person a certain way and to make it justified to hold someone because you're not innocent. I mean, innocent to proven guilty. I don't know if YSL did all those crimes, mm-hmm. but other even other cases, it's like people people like to make judgments or like act like everything people say is real, like we're saying. It's cap it's, it, or it's exaggeration. This law is needed. I think I think it's needed. And I hope it. I hope it fully goes through. I hope it's not an issue, even though I know it will be. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's definitely going to receive pushback, thousand percent. Um, should it? Should people? No, I don't think anyone really, uh, you know, accepts promoting violence or anything like that. Of course not. A lot of this music is fabrication. It's just for entertainment purposes, just like a movie. You watch a movie, you have people killing people in movies. It's it's, it's, it's a movie, right? Mm-hmm. Same thing with music. Like they're painting this picture of maybe a scenario that had happened in their life. Maybe they didn't commit the crime or whatever, but yeah, something like that ha- did happen, right? You know what I'm saying? So people could be vividly painting this picture for their listener because people like that. I like storytelling through, you know, artists, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I do think, yes, they don't like hip hop, period. Let's just call it out. Is they don't, mm-hmm. and who and who is the creator of hip hop, and who is surrounded by hip hop, and who is in, involved with hip hop is black people. So yeah. I mean, I'm not trying to make it a race thing. That's why the telescope is. is on us. That's why I think you know, you know what I'm saying these you other know. artists be doing crimes. You probably, I mean, when people want to argue like, oh, rappers are going into detail or they're painting these pictures and actually linked up, like a lot of these songs, like "Murder on My Mind" by. Um, YNW Melly, like, let's say that song is actually about that. We don't know. So you making that judgment, because he even said, I recorded that song way before that happened or way before, like, it was a thing, right? Mm -hmm. Then people make judgments because they hear the song after and then he gets arrested for something about murder, right? So you're already making that judgment that he did it. He's guilty. And you're bringing that up in court like it's justified. When really, we don't know. I need to yeah. see the actual evidence. The police, it's crazy. they need it's to crazy. do their job. You should be able to, phones, where the body at, I mean, you know, like, it, it, 
we don't it, lyrics it's shouldn't wild. be it's wild. And, yeah, and lyrics I, shouldn't be the be on end all. I think you know? about it like if you like you you saying that like you don't know whether he did it or not, right? Like the are the police really gonna know based off those lyrics, like if he did it or not? Like if, no. He's gonna read the lyrics out like it's a fucking manuscript and call young the King Slime. King Slime, yeah, I say it's the most corny the fucking, it, like yeah, some corny shit, man. It's just like no, bro. No, this shit it's, yeah. it's a it is a necessary filter. Um, because that is a super slippery slope. And not only were they using uh rap lyrics, but literally just Instagram posts of like yes dudes, dudes standing on, on their like yeah. standing on their ops like uh their car right like just an instagram picture with like them standing on, and, and like that's incriminating right like all this stuff they like the amount of stuff that they throw at these cases it's just like i don't know nobody else has to deal with these problems except for rappers and black people yeah like, it's just it's crazy they want hip-hop off the street they never want a hip-hop to begin with so yeah like the new york um governor or whatever or i forgot who it was but he was trying to make drill he was making statements like he was gonna to try to make drill legal you know i understand you don't want violence you don't want to promote it but that's the community bro whether you believe it or not like violence happens in these communities so people want to talk about it because nigga that's real life whether you believe it or not nigga there's people who live a life where people die every day people are getting shot and they want to tell those stories because they're not heard they're not they're it, you know, most people live their life and they live a fragile or a, a, a docile life where they're just doing their job. They're, you know, they might have a traumatic experience happen, but they're not really having stuff like people dying around them. People, people getting crazy ill or like, you know, dealing with mental illness, or whatever these rappers talk about. And it's all a painting. It's yeah. all a picture at the end of the day. So you shouldn't be able to hold that against people. You know, I. It's you weird. shouldn't be able to penalize people for holding a mirror up to your broken system. Yes, because yeah, there's violence. Like whether people believe it or not, there's violence that happens every day, and no matter what community it is, but especially in these communities, you know, these rappers a lot of time are from ATL, from the streets, from the boroughs, nigga. It is what it is. They grew up seeing violence. They grew up in gangs. They grew up in whatever they grew up in, and sometimes they're just talking. They're telling stories. They don't actually. You know, or whatever it is. So people need to learn how to see from other people's perspective and tell their story. Because sometimes that's what rap is. It's trying to, you know, give you a lesson or trying to make you learn about someone else's story or their struggle. So yeah, you facts. empathize. You know, it's, it's make connections. Yeah, no, that's true. You can't take that away because you want to fucking hold people and, you know, use people's lyrics in court because like Kendrick said we don't want to cancel everybody we don't want to make people fear to talk about the real shit because they think it's going to come back and bite them later you know we want people to really tell the real shit I mean I'm not saying we want people to go out and commit crimes and then openly rap about it I understand there's a balance right but some of this shit is, is, is obviously like they're just reaching and making connections based off little lyrics and that's why this rule is needed because we don't want it to cross that line where they're just pointing at anything and then you're going to jail because they made this weird connection that wasn't even real. You know, mm -hmm. there's a line and I think we need to, that's why this law needs to be there. So how many, how many Nazis and fucking white supremacists are allowed to spit their shit because mm -hmm. uh, freedom yes. of speech laws, but black people aren't allowed to tell their stories. Yes, like, that's, just, that's the point. 
Yes. We, there's a line. The system is looking real funny. Like, every day, you're looking funnier and funnier, right? It's just fucking insane. So I hope this goes through because we need something like this. This, this has been much needed. I've heard things about Jay-Z and other people looking into it. Hopefully, this fully passes. And um, this isn't an issue anymore, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I want to talk about something because I don't really think we talked about it when it happened. But it was kind of beating a dead horse when it happened. Now it's now it's free game. Will Smith just issued an apology to Chris Rock. Um, shit was hilarious. Uh, this nigga sits down like his fucking regular YouTube apology video. Walks in, sits down, gives a little sigh, <sighs> looks in the camera. Man, <laughs> I've done some things. I've been reflecting over these three months. Uh. It was really good. Did you, did you guys watch the video? No. It sounds like it was a production. They had a whole production team probably in the back. Okay, we'll go. Go ahead. He, he was literally in a set in a set room reading off like Instagram comments or something of like, why didn't you apologize to, to Chris Rock uh, in your acceptance speech? Stuff like that. So it was pretty funny. Um Safe to say that Chris Rock did not accept this apology. Um, the, he said he, even in the video, he said that Chris Rock wasn't trying to talk to him because yeah, why yeah. would you try to talk to the man who slapped you live on television? National t- yeah. yeah, so I mean, this apology wasn't wasn't needed. Rock will because it's just like everything he does; it has to be a production. Yeah, like mm-hmm. you don't even know where the gen, like if he's genuine or not, or if, it, if it's just like for production. Like ever since that whole red table talk thing and Jada, like we're seriously, seriously involved with like his career and whatnot, it just doesn't seem to be genuine. It just seems to yeah. be an act for everything. Like this whole like the apology. Why would I, I wouldn't accept it either? I'm like, bro, don't talk to me, bro. You 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 want to yeah, slap me on violated. national TV? Yeah. That's not yeah. that's not something that's I'm just gonna be like, oh bro, we good. Yeah. And then not only that, like he tried to like, I feel like he tried to like make it a whole like, oh, I was like cloudy. Like we understand, you got mad, you slapped the nigga. It happens, okay. Yeah. You get mad, you act out, but that wasn't that moment in front of everybody, especially being Will Smith. Like AC saying, it's all manufactured. It's like all about keeping an image, all about like making right. yourself look a type of way. And then he had a moment where that was the real Will Smith, like where he's the aggressive. Or he's talking shit. He's from Philly, right? He's from Philadelphia. Like, niggas from Philly talk shit. They're aggressive. But he doesn't have an image. He's like the peaceful, super likable, comedic. You know what I'm saying? Be and real for like, two seconds. Yeah, that changed his image. I think it's really hurting him. I think that's why he's trying to save face now. But it's too late. Like, we saw. Like, but, you gonna slap a nigga if they talk shit, right? That's not the will we know. But that's that's who you are to a certain degree. And of course, if he, he wants to apologize, maybe just get it out. But I feel like it was it was a little uncomfortable to watch because it's like he don't want to talk to you. No one in his family want to talk to you. Obviously, he even you, said like, yeah. "You want to hear the Chris Rock Chris Rock response?" He said something back. Oh yeah, said yeah. this. I didn't even yeah. Yeah, bro. He said everybody is trying to be a fucking victim. Everybody claims to be a victim that nobody will hear the real victims. Even me getting smacked by Suge Smith. I went to work the next day. I got kids. That's my point. Like he wants to come up and apologize, and 
make it about like even the way he was wording it like I was mad in the moment like I don't feel like it was the appropriate way to respond but that's the way you did respond you felt like it was appropriate in that moment right to slap him in front of everybody and then talk stuff he was cussing live on TV and everything like he don't want to talk to you bro move on from it everyone else moved on from it he might mention it at a comedy show or something he deserves to you know why because you violated like that was a big ass moment whether people want to you don't just walk up and slap someone on the Oscars. Like, nah, what the that fuck? That was crazy. Bruh, yeah, that was I, some wild shit. Honestly, everything, just going back, because, like, with that response, I feel that Chris is also saying this in hindsight. It's like, everything you got to do got to be calculated. It doesn't have to be calculated, bro. Like, everything Will does to me is calculated. Yes. Like, now, like, that slap wasn't calculated. That was not a calculated Will Smith move. A calculated Will Smith move on that moment would have been up there giving Chris a hug. Come on, man. Making a joke, right? That would have been a calculated move because he wants to preserve this whole idea of like, Will Smith is just this amazing person. Ever since he got into the limelight, has been trying to, you know, preserve this image. Yeah, there it's the hip hop image where he likes to look hard, or it's the, the movie scene where he has to be this amazing, awesome person, right? Mm hmm. Bruh. This man is over here poking your wife, and you still, <laughs> and, and you, you ain't checking and him. You, you checking and this you nigga. Still, you still try to keep up this persona of you're just this amazing, nice guy who accepted it. Oh, it's okay. They just came. He just came over one time. It, bro, you lost all my respect, bro. I cannot. Nah, forget that. I want to accept that stupid <laughs> apology either, bro. What you're saying is true. He was very calculated about it. But, uh, just the whole thing was very calculated. He had, he said all the right things. Um, first off, in the video, um, most of the YouTube apologies that I've watched over the years, they don't really say all the right things. I feel like Will did. He, he apologized and all this, but you know, sorry, you only go so far, um, especially when you do stuff like that. Not not nearly as many people were going to see this apology as the amount of people that saw that slap the way that he went about it he waited three months like he didn't issue it right away he issued it three months later the internet has forgot about it like i mean yeah we all know about it right but it's out of the limelight it's out of the news cycle it's like this is way too late to be doing this you brought it up sorry to bring hey this up, but... red table talking to do some more views so who was the donkey that had to go out there and get some more views or bring some more attention to the Will Smith family? Will Smith. How do you like know somebody like that and like they are that well known as well, and they say some shit like that, and you like are so wrapped up in your own mental, your own head that you let it get to you like that, to where you go on stage and you do that national TV? Like I don't think I'd ever get to that point. That's just me. He he was already looking soft. He tried to, you know, maybe this was something that he thought in the moment was he was trying to like regain something. Yeah. Or you like you were talking about, but man, it's sad. It's sad. Mm-hmm. He's going out sad. Thank y'all so much for watching another episode of Hip Hop Babies. I uh, hope babies. y'all like the topics this week. Um, hope y'all enjoy AC being back. I know I did. Uh, Something like. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Whenever I get to kick it with the game, man. I'm here now. You know what I'm saying? I'm at home. Next time y'all see me, man, I'll probably be in Barbados. I don't know. But thanks for tuning in, man. Yeah, Always man. love, man. Lee, go ahead. Do your thing yeah, and break man. it down. Re- like, comment, subscribe, email us. <laughs> THSB. Hit us up. Gmail.com. Send us.
All Something that. like that says beats. Uh, if you guys like the interviews, you want to be interviewed, I interview you. Keep it playing. That being said, peace. Peace. Peace.